0: The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So good morning again and Very happy to be here with you. And uh, the theme is Samadhi, and this is the fifth of the five-part series as part of the longer series on the five faculties. And we have one more faculty to do, and next week we'll do wisdom. And uh, I'm gonna include another group. I'm starting a retreat tomorrow so I'm going to include another group into this. And and so because of that, I'm going to uh, actually give a, another one of these talks Sunday morning at 7. So if those of you who want to do it on the weekend too, you're welcome to come. And it, maybe it'll be a little bit of a more general introduction to this theme that we're doing. Um, <clears throat> so Samadhi. I, I like to think of samadhi as being our birthright, that it's kind of closer to a natural state than how most people live. I suppose everything we are is natural state, but uh, a natural state in the sense that outside of our artifice, or outside of our, our the ways in which we interfere, or get attached, or um, kind of uh, make things more complicated or more... Um, contracted and they need to be, that uh, samadhi happens when we relax uh, all the artifice, all the artificial kinds of ways of constructing and being and protecting and pushing away and holding on. And and we just settle into a very relaxed, deep, attentive way of being. And, um, And that process of settling and Discovering this natural way of being state, um, you know, has there's a path, there's an unfolding that goes from ordinary life for many of us, and so that path, little bit, has been the journey of this week. That the Monday was um, the process of kind of initiating of concentration, the beginning of it, the starting of it, which is often, you know, we're doing over and over again. And so the centering ourselves in our experience and letting go into it, letting go of things that take us away and keep us scattered and distracted so that we can begin having ex- an experience of an undistracted mind, an undistracted body and mind. And once we begin, begin that process, it doesn't have to be so dramatic, we have some capacity to uh, feel what it's like to be centered, to feel here and connected and, and uh, uh, you know focused uh, we'll still wander off a lot. Uh, but then we have something like a foundation to begin working with. And then we have this um, uh, initial and sustained application of our attention or engagement of ourselves with experience that I liken to pushing a scooter. That um, uh, one foot pushes and then uh, we kind of coast for a while until we need to push momentum again. So we... We apply ourselves, we connect to our experience, and then we sustain ourselves with the experience over time. We kind of ride it or coast along, trying to stay present. And of course we'll wander off And uh, at this stage, <clears throat> and uh, that's okay, don't fight it, don't be upset with it. Just come back and give yourself another push uh, on the mindfulness scooter and then kind of like move along some more. And as we begin to stay more and more in the, in the present moment in a concentrated way, it kind of builds over time. And, uh, the length of time we can sustain with the concentration from a few seconds to many seconds to minutes to longer. Then uh, at some point uh, there this movement of, uh, of being present and coming back uh, supports uh, the mind's ability to become collected, to gather together, to become unified. And so that all of who we are become somehow included or held or or open to in the experience of samadhi. And um, uh, the idea of uh, gathering together is a classic image, but maybe that kind of implies kind of get grabbing hold of something and pulling it in. Uh, sometimes I think of um, the unification of samadhi as being we keep opening up the awareness, so the awareness becomes, in a sense, broader and broader, and everything kind of works within that in a harmonious way. One of the reasons I like this idea of sense of the awareness becoming more open is that it uh, goes along with um, the idea that samadhi is also a gift that uh, we have to we have to allow something to move through us. We have to allow ourselves to be changed by the practice of of mindfulness and concentration. Um, If we're always on top of it, like a mouse at the cat's door, a cat at the mouse's door, kind of, uh, you know, trying to wait for something to happen, and uh, then we actually interfere because we have to kind of settle back and allow something to occur, and one of the things that begins happening in this flow and unification and this continuity of practice and, and that's, is that there's this wellsprings of well-being, of good feelings, of niceness, of pleasantness, of joy, of happiness that sometimes can be quite strong. It's a rapture with, uh, or euphoria can describe some of what can happen in meditation. But eventually it moves to a very deep, sublime, peaceful kind of happiness and contentment. And uh, as we can become more uh, content and happy in this kind of just state of being here, it can feel like, in a, like a natural state, like more natural than anything else. Then um, rather than, uh, you know, leaving the real world, we're entering really the real world. This is, this is, you know, a way of being really integral, have integrity and being present. So then um, um, we will... Um, uh, I believe that... Uh, so then we come to today, and um, and the movement, in classically in Buddhism, is for concentration practice to bring us to a, qual- a state of peace or equanimity, a deep abiding sense of evenness and openness and presence and peace with whatever is happening. Rather than concentration being moving into some kind of rapture, it's going beyond that into a state of uh, deep equanimity, and um, and part of the reason, to, uh, the why, the value of that, is that we're not trying to be develop samadhi for its own sake. In Buddhist practice, samadhi is the uh, is the foundation for seeing things as they are, and that is the, one of the goals of mindfulness, of concentration, of the whole kind of liberating path of Buddhism is to see things as they are, to really be able to connect and have a deep insight, a deep discernment, a deep recognition in a very deep way, not only of what, what's happening, but how it's happening, how we're attached, how we're free. Um, the under, deep underlying processes of direct experience upon which we build our experience. It's kind of like going down to the foundations and seeing what's really going on. And that takes a lot of uh, subtleness and uh, um, um, uh, a deep subtleness and openness and, um, to do that. So when uh, there's a wonderful, this equanimity, this subtleness, this peacefulness, uh, I liken to uh, an open hand. So we release the fists of the mind, the reaching out of the of the hand, wanting or resisting or pushing or um, closing up, and and the hand of the mind of awareness is open, like you know, flat and and it can hold things. And uh, and I liken what's happening now in practice to the the um, ripening of an apple on an apple tree. There's a way of harvesting an apple if you really want to know when it's really ripe you don't pull it off the branch you bring your hand, flat hand and you hold it up gently and, um, and just kind of just very gently hold it in the hand Just so you're taking a little bit of the weight of the, of the apple and, um, and if it uh, kind of lift it up and down teeny bit and then if it comes loose by itself then it's ripe so you're not pulling it because it's kind of on the edge of uh, the separation of, this, of the apple stem from the branch. It's just about fully ripened. You just kind of, you're there to catch it just as it kind of releases. And so this idea of being able to have a mind that is not f- trying to grab or hold on to or pull away or push, or it just kind of allows things to be just as they are and just the right kind of equanimity, peacefulness, just being with it, allow something in the mind to release and to let go in a deep way and then with a deep letting go that samadhi supports we have the fruit we have experienced the fruit of practice and that fruit like an apple has a lot of wonderful seeds and even though there's a there has to be this letting go for the apple to come free from the from the uh, apple tree um if you only focus on the letting go, you might miss that now there's these wonderful seeds or the seeds that are goodness that have been inside, inside of you always, uh, you're the fruit, has a chance to uh, germinate and then a whole new plant can grow and, and maybe a uh, uh, beautiful tree can grow from you and, and uh, the fruit that you have harvested, um, uh, the apple you harvested or re- that ripened and you received can grow and become many, many uh, apple trees, fruits that you can give to the other people as well and support others. So um, to feel, to experience, to smell, to sense as concentration deepens how it moves towards greater and greater uh, letting go, greater and greater, settling and harmonizing and peace. Where's the peace? Where's the the quiet? Where's the stillness that uh allows the fruit to fall from the tree? So, uh thank you. <clears throat> and uh, it is just about the time to stop. And uh, but I thought maybe if as those of you who would like to stay on a little bit longer, um uh, I could try to take a few questions on this topic of samadhi or something else and have a little bit of exchange back and forth. And um, and uh, probably, be the, I could well imagine there might be more questions than I can answer. And um, I will try to answer two or three or something that come in first. Um, so... Yeah, I love all the places these uh, you are all of are. Here's someone from Berlin. <clears throat> so what readings would you suggest for further study of samadhi? Well, I don't mean to be kind of flip or something like that, but um, maybe really I, I do sincerely feel that the best way to study samadhi is in the book that's in you that uh, you are the book to read. Uh, Part of what we're trying to do in mindfulness and concentration practice is really learn to be present and see what's going on and be able to discern uh, what is healthy and what is not healthy, what is wise and what is not wise, what uh, produces more stress and what produces more ease and peace. And as we get wiser about this, uh, that's the book we study. And uh, and that's the topic for next week is uh, the Faculty of Wisdom. And uh, let's see. Yeah, so if um, I, oops let's see. So it's a little bit uh, <laughs> I said I would try to do them in order where they come, the questions, but it's a little bit if I get a lot of chats it's kind of hard to uh, find them. Um, let's see. It, the oh. So maybe they're, let's see. Wow, there's a lot of thank thank yous, thank you. I thank you all for being part of this. This is fantastic. Um go. Nope. Wow. Um, Sometimes when I center on the breath, it leads to awareness of a physical trauma I experienced many years ago. It helps to shift awareness to sound and other things. Can you comment? That's really wise. Uh, If it seems like it's too much, to be with the uh, sensations, the experience, the emotions of the trauma. Yes, uh, uh, you know, do something else like sound. That's very good. Um, sometimes just kind of staying and being with traumatic experiences just makes it worse and, and it can be re-traumatizing if it's really strong. And so you have to be very, very wise and careful with it. Uh, sometimes there are uh, trauma therapists who really are skilled at working with this In mindfulness practice, a lot of it, a lot of mindfulness practice is being in the body. And as we cultivate body awareness, with time, the body becomes a strong and stable container in order to be able to feel some of the very difficult emotions and feelings that are kind of embedded there from past experiences. And so, not only to feel sound, hear sound. Sometimes it's useful to spread the attention more widely in the body. Go find some place else in the body that uh, where it, there's some stability or groundedness, or a sense of st- uh, safety even, and confidence. And if there is some place like that in the body, that's part of building up the body's capacity to be with the, the difficult things that can exist. Um, and then uh, it's also useful, can be useful, to uh, when there's uh, you know uh, the legacy of trauma within us that we're going to feel as we're being present, to not see it as a mistake or as a problem, so um, that we don't react more against it, but see it as actually a healthy part of the process of practice and of and, uh, and fr- freeing that goes on. And so one way to do this is to... Um, When there's these, you know, with the breathing and these difficult experiences, sensations, emotions come up, uh, imagine that your mindfulness is a soft cotton gauze, soft soft cotton ball. So very gentle and soft and just gently come close and just tap against the places that are really difficult. Just for one or two taps, just to recognize it, to acknowledge it. Just acknowledgement is so important. And then pull away and pull away as far as you need Get rebalanced and feel like you've, you know, really has to go back into sounds. And when you feel balanced again, there might be a time when you're feeling you bring your cotton ball again just to be with it. And over time, you'll feel safer or more secure or more capable uh, to just kind of allow this deeper process of unfolding to happen. Um, I think that there's some, all kinds of e- uh, chats here about Sunday morning. It's not on the IMC calendar um, yet. I, hopefully I'll put it up on the calendar today or tomorrow. I just uh, realized y- yesterday that I should do this for, um, for the Sunday. and um, So it'll be there, but it, it'll be the same time, 7 o'clock. Um, so... Okay, so hope I'm going the wrong way. How do you know if you have Samadhi? There's different kinds of samadhi, so it's a little hard to know, but uh, you know you have samadhi if you're uh, really in the present moment and you feel very connected to what's happening in the present. You feel like you're really, um, uh, um, um, yeah, you there's a wholeheartedness, a settledness, and it feels very easy and natural just to be with experience. There's not no forcing with the there's no forcefulness. There's no tightness. There's no pressure, no strain. There's a relaxed and open feeling, and you're really there experiencing it. Or maybe almost receptively, just being with it, receiving it, being settled and relaxed around the experience, with the experience, and having be able to do that uh, more continuously through time. So thank you very much, and um, and I've really delighted in. And be able to share this with you and be with you, and and I look forward to some of you maybe Sunday, and maybe others on Monday when we start the Faculty of Wisdom. Thank you all very much.